Thank you for tuning into the Monarch Touch podcast. This is the place where we touch hearts and transform lives. My name is Kendra, and I'll be your host. If you have been listening to these podcasts, then you already know that my family just recently got a new puppy. I'm hoping that he's going to become a great companion for Sadie as they are growing up together because Lewis is such a sweet dog, but he's still young and hasn't learned the house rules yet. He's just turning four months old and has a lot of maturing to do. Since we have brought him home, we have found quite a few smelly surprises in different locations. He also likes to find things all around the house, put everything in his mouth and tear things up. Sadie's pink bed has brown stuffing inside of it and Lewis likes to take that stuffing out and toss them around the house. On many occasions, my heart just suddenly drops when I first see it because my instinctive thought is that he has left us another smelly surprise. But upon further investigation, I'm the one who is happily surprised to see that it's only stuffing. How often does this happen to us? We have experience in an area and when we see something with our eyes or hear a sound with our ears, we immediately jump to the conclusion from our past experiences. Our brain tricks us into actually seeing or hearing our worst fears. The reason it is important to acknowledge this is because we cannot change unless we first become aware of this phenomenon. All of us have been affected by the coronavirus in one way or another. It has been and still is physically disruptive to our lives and emotional well-being. And because of that, we may be more reactive than we even realize. Depending on how we take in the information given to us and how we have processed this information determines our own story that we have told ourselves. And here is this great phenomenon unfolding. Our story then actually determines what we see and hear. It is not the other way around. We see and hear what our brain has been taught to look for. So what is the point in me sharing this? I personally believe that most people are kind-hearted and are trying their best to figure this out. This is important to understand because too many people are getting hurt by accusations being carelessly flung like slingshots and intentionally wounding anyone who disagrees. I have two thoughts that I think can help all of us put down our weapons of defense and our shields that separates and divides us from each other so that we can instead build our community around us. Their first thought is that the fight is never about the fight. When my husband and I were going to marriage counseling together, the one thing we heard repeatedly was just that. We both had to learn to recognize that our fights were not actually what we were fighting over. In order to see the real issues at hand, we had to dive deeper into our emotions and then confront the real issues. I had a conversation with someone the other day because she was upset how our governor had passed a law that it was not mandatory for the schools to force masks on the students. She saw the sickness spreading due to his lack of good leadership. I then reminded her that her opinion only saw her belief system. I then asked her what she thought the other people were feeling and what did she think made them afraid. Most people, when they are afraid, react in anger. We see this in the harsh words spoken and the lack of understanding that increases blame on the other. 
So what if we dove down deep into the fear and tried to understand the perspectives that the other people have? How would that change things? I asked this person what she thought the other people were fearing right now. We talked about how people are fearing control, being taken away from the people and being put into the hands of government, which would create a very different climate for our country. I tried to help this person see what people were fearing and how the governor was actually doing his best to keep the control in the parents' hands and why this was important for the future of our country. The fight is never about the fight. Some people see and focus on the virus in itself and how it is hurting so many people, while others are looking to the future of civilization in our country. So the choice to mandate masks then is really not about the mass at all, but either way we look at it, the fight is about fear in of itself. What is making you afraid, uncomfortable, upset with this virus? What we have experienced so far and the people who surround us will influence the way our brain interprets what it is seeing and hearing. This is our brain's job, to keep us away from danger, to keep us alive. But that's only part of the brain's job. The most primal part called the medulla, which is the hind brain, is reactive and responsible for survival, drive, and instinct. This is what sets off our sympathetic response, our flight, our fight or flight. When this part is engaged, our most modern part is not working. The modern brain is the frontal cortex. This part is responsible for problem solving, memory, language, judgment, impulse control, and reasoning. When the primal brain turns off and the modern brain kicks into gear, our body goes into parasympathetic response. This is what allows our body to be able to rest and digest. And also, when we are able to begin to rationalize and bring back clearer thinking. This is the state we need to be in to have a healthy conversations with other people. When our brain is in primal gear, we will not be able to form words well because it doesn't comprehend our words to survive. Instead, our fearful energy escalates intellectual problems. The worst time for anyone to try to have an intellectual conversation with a person is while they are upset. Knowing the activities that help calm your body down is vital then for healthy relationships. Me knowing to give pause to heated conversations has been vital for me to preserving the relationships that I care about. Breathing deeply into the diaphragm is the best way to get oxygenated blood to flow throughout our body and to bring it back into a calm state. This is why intense exercises are so helpful for people. It causes us to breathe. When you find yourself in conflict, first try to keep in mind the fight is never about the fight. Make time to exercise vigorously daily and practice deep breathing exercises. Then ask yourself, what is this person afraid of? and How can I better understand their feelings? By taking care of your health, you then will be better prepared to connect with other people on a higher level. My second thought is this. Love will always be the right answer to any and every conflict on every level. If fear is the problem, then it only makes sense that love is the solution. I want to read to you 1 John chapter 4, verse 18 through 21. 
There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. If we take these words to heart, then what we are being taught is that how we love one another is a direct correlation to our relationship with God. They both matter and are both intermingled. We cannot have one without the other. I cannot say that I believe in God and worship him best on my own while at the same time quarrel with other people. Love is patient and it's kind. It's not arrogant or rude. And it most certainly does not count the wrongdoings of others because it does not keep score or boast. How are you doing with loving the people who are thinking differently than you in this season? Are you fighting against the flesh or are you very intentional with fighting against the evil that lurks in our world? The best way we fight against evil is by putting on the armor of God. This means we know and use his words not as weapons to hurt or destroy people, but to help guide and build people up. In the very beginning, God spoke and the world was made into existence. Jesus is his word in flesh. John, in John chapter 1, it says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. And then if we scroll down to verse 14, it says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as the only son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Listen, grace is giving love to someone without waiting for that person to deserve it first. If we use the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, as a weapon, first, we better be aiming it in the right place. That means we do not use God's weapon against any of his other children. Second, we need to know the power that this sword possesses. It is so sharp that it cuts down to the deepest level of humanity down into our souls. We need to be using this power to bring hurting people back into healthy relationships with each other. And we will never, ever be able to accomplish this if we do not love them first. So first, we seek to understand. Be willing and intentional about asking questions to better learn what makes people afraid. Then we speak and affirm love into the lives of other people, especially to those we easily find ourselves in conflict with often. This is how we can turn our primal thinking into modern thinking and be better in control of our lives and be at peace with one another. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you are in the Central Florida location and looking for a massage, you can visit my website at monarchtouch.com. Thank you for tuning in today, and if you like this show, please share it with a friend. Wherever you may be listening, please Please subscribe and give it a five star so that other people may be able to find the show and also receive support in their wellness. And if you are listening on Apple iTunes, would you leave a review that may encourage other listeners to tune in? 
you have thoughts you would like to share, you can go to the Instagram or Facebook page, Monarch Touch, and leave your comments there. I appreciate you. And until next time, go out and make it a healthy day.